Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. What's going on, agency owners? This is Jordan Ross, founder of A Free Agency where we make it nearly impossible for you not to build an agency that can grow without needing you, can scale, operate, and really just reach that eight, nine figure run rate without needing their founder. We make it impossible for it not to happen. In this conversation that I'm going to be having with you today, I'm talking on something personal, mental health. And I think mental health is a personal subject for everyone, but this is something I'm super passionate about. And I just felt really compelled to share this. I know now that on the podcast specifically, we're over 4,000 monthly listeners. It felt like an appropriate time to kind of veer off the business track a little bit because my mental health and my personal practice are two things that have actually gotten me to the place where I can have built a million dollar business. And it's just the beginning, right? Because there's so much more. So in this conversation, I'm going to be walking through four things that I have personally done and I do that enable me to stay happy. And let's start there. I find that happiness can be fleeting, especially because when you think about the emotional spectrum, happiness is on the far side and sadness and depression are on the other far side. And I think that we find ourselves in a rat race pursuing the dopamine hit of happiness, which is common. Now, what I've learned over my past five years of trying to build where I'm at today is that being content and grateful for where you're at is really the middle ground. So I I would say the first tip that I've learned, the first big hack, it's not to pursue happiness. I think happiness is an acute emotion that you experience moment to moment when something is there. But the reality of it is the majority of our life is monotonous. And it's in those monotonous moments where if we can remain grateful and content that that is true mental health. And I think that's hard for people to understand because when we think about building a million dollar business, a $10 million business, a $100 million business, we visualize all the things that lead to happiness. We think of the house, the boat, the party, the things, the team, the revenue, the bank account. We think of things that when we see it, we release dopamine. But in reality, right, I'm looking to my left right here. I see the ocean, Pacific Ocean. And when I'm looking straight, I could see the Santa Monica Mountains. Now, when I first moved into this new place, which came after years of hard work, right, and really having my business grow where I could afford something like this, there was a peak experience of happiness. Truly, peak. Holy shit, I see the ocean. Oh my God, this is beautiful. But what happens over time is your body and mind get used to the same experience. It gets used to it. It becomes numb to it where... If I'm not conscious, there are days where I'll look at the ocean, I'll go back, I won't be grateful. But the Jordan that has been busting his ass for 10 years, more than 10 years, the last 10 years to be an entrepreneur at least, and a good one, that's a celebration every fucking time he sees it. Every time. So the first thing is perspective. It's not about happiness, it's about contentness and gratitude. I could look at that, take a moment, breathe in. 
can be grateful. That's what we want. We want to be able to see the monotonous moments or continuous moments that are repetitive, that make us numb. And instead of being numb, if we could be conscious and be grateful, that is one of the most impactful mindsets I've learned. So gratitude. Now, gratitude in of itself is not a simple practice. I find that it has to become something that you actually work on and learn how to do. And I'm going to give you a few ways that I actually practice gratitude. Like I said, happiness, contentness. It's so easy to reach a million, five million, 10 million, and then become fucking depressed because it's not everything you thought it would be. So let's talk about gratitude. This is Jordan Ross. Booking meetings at scale month over month is hard. Over the last three years, I've been accumulating the best hacks my clients have been using to set appointments for their seven and eight figure businesses. I've taken all of these systems and now my agency, Eight Figure Agency, books 60 to 85 meetings a month. That's 15 meetings a week on average, which has supercharged my agency past the million dollar run rate. I want to help simplify lead generation for your agency, so I made a free training on how I do this. Yep, that's right. I'm giving away the entire system for free. If you want to set 85 appointments a month, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads to get your free training today. That's eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads. When I wake up, I do a few things. First, I literally smile. I literally smile because what that does, it programs my body. It will releases dopamine inside my body and my mind that will prime me to have a good day. And priming is a psychological concept that just basically says influence. The next thing is I've learned what gratitude feels like in my body. That one's hard. When you truly understand this, our body and our mind are so connected that we could habituate states of being. If we do something enough, our body will literally start doing it on its own. That's what a panic attack is. Panic attack is when we are so conditioned or we have a stimulus in our environment that makes us anxious and we have that 10, 20, 100, 200 times, our body will actually, instead of waiting for the stimulus, just get anxious on its own and you could eventually have a panic attack. So gratitude, priming and conditioning your body will actually make you more prone to be happy because the opposite of that panic attack will be like a happiness, not attack, but happiness wave. So I smile and then I do what I call gratitude walk. So I walk my dog every morning look at the beach, walking on the beach. And I walk as if I have everything I need, which I do. I live in California. I live in a beautiful home. My business does well. I have a wonderful life. I literally have everything I could ever need. So I clear my mind. I try to focus on heel toe, heel toe. This is a meditative walk. What would it feel like if I had everything I needed? Because I do, right? So you need to remind yourself. And I would feel grateful. I'd smile, be happy. So cool. Do that every day. Every day. I don't bring my phone because I need to focus on presence. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I'm distracted. Sometimes a business idea comes up. Then you go back to my heel toe. So that's gratitude. I focus a lot on gratitude walks and I focus a lot just on seeing the beauty in moments. Like I I really like looking at trees. Uh, It's a weird thing, but I'm looking at one right now. If you actually pause and watch a tree, trees are never still. This is like, this is a, could be a deeper spiritual concept, but if you truly look at it, a tree's always moving, a tree's always interacting. And I think that if you really just see the beauty of what a tree is, if you could see that and embrace that, that could shift your perspective. It's beautiful. It really is. Even it's as simple as it is. So gratitude is my first thing. My second thing is therapy or coaching. I actually think therapy and coaching are both necessary for mental health. I'd be a wreck 
a literal wreck if I have not had a coach and if I had not had a therapist. I do a lot of therapy. And over the last four years, I'll do therapy. I'll do it for like six, 12 months. I'll be in a good spot and then I'll stop doing it. And what will happen is and eventually I'll creep back into a place where I regress. And it's nothing crazy. It's just the mind is sick. That's one of my favorite lines I say all the time. I literally regress and go to a place where I might just have thoughts circling of, why the fuck did this person say this or this person an asshole? And it's just nonsense. But because I'm not talking through it or I'm not expressing it or I'm not doing a practice that I learned in therapy or coaching and I stopped doing it, I don't have that accountability, I regress mentally and I don't feel as happy. I don't feel as good. So if you are someone who questions therapy, nine out of 10 people I tell that they should consider therapy don't. And this is what it is. Like a lot of people aren't ready for that. You're probably not ready for that. But if you are, you have the insurance or the funding to be able to do it. I would really encourage you try it. And the most important thing around therapy though, you need to find someone that you relate to. If you don't find someone you can relate to and trust, it, it will never work. Number three, meditation. Meditation is where I go to when I literally am stressed to the point where I can't think or function. I learned how to do meditation. I think it was not pause. I don't know. I had some meditation app whose name I can't remember that I learned how to do it. And this was in 2016. I spent my senior year of college and then my summer and then my first few months at Amazon. So I graduated college in 2016 learning how to meditate, which ultimately led me to learn how to do gratitude and learn how to breathe. Meditation is beautiful because what you could actually learn is you get more conscious of your thoughts and you can actually be more conscious of your body. And when you get anxious or you get into a state that's not serving, you could change it. And I think that's the key word, you can. It gives you the point of inflection that you could see your body changing like a wave coming. Be like, no, I'm not going to do that. You could sit down, you could let go of whatever emotion you're feeling or thinking. It's a meditation. I use it for manifestation. I use it for gratitude. I use it to give compassion and love. I use it for spiritual practices. There's so many different modalities of meditation. I really encourage you, try it. Finally, breath work. <sighs> Did one there. I think breathwork, meditation, gratitude all go hand in hand, but if you truly learn how to breathe, there are so many benefits of it. Wim Hof is a huge proponent of effective breathwork, but the number one thing I would say around breathwork specifically, breathwork, when you truly lean into it, can be one of the things that gives you the most energy and centers you. I think when I am truly aligned, I'm taking deeper breaths. And when I'm in front of clients, people unconsciously sense that. They sense a groundedness. When I get in front of people who I know are powerful, their breaths are longer. Now, let's go back to the topic of this conversation. I felt compelled just out of the blue to share some of these practices because life is fucking hard. I have everything I would need and I could have days that I'm not happy or I feel sad. Or in the last quarter, I had a moment of depressiveness. I wasn't depressed. I had a depressive moment or fleeting moment. It's these practices that ground me, make me happy or make me content and grateful that allow me to live my life and make an impact and not overlook the beauty of what my life is. And even with all this, sometimes it's hard just because the human mind is not meant to thrive. It's literally meant to survive. That's literally what we are made to do. These practices, and I say practice because it is something you have to do every day, has to be a devotional practice or what change humans that change the world or what change humans that change lives. And if you're looking for something deeper and more significant in your life, I'd start with these four, gratitude, therapy, meditation, and breath work. Thanks.